Hello, it's Hugo Prévost from SVGA, your PC retro gaming podcast with a brand new DLC. This week, I recorded an interview with Federico Casares of Hermes Interactive, a studio that is currently working on Power to the People, a power grid management sim. Enjoy. Hello, I'm with uh, Mr. Federico Casares, the founder of Hermes Interactive. Hello, Mr. Casares. Hello, uh, very nice to meet you. And... Uh... Thank you for taking the time today. Uh, well, thank you to you too. So we're here to talk about Power to the People, uh, a management game, so an upcoming management game. Could you tell us uh, a bit more, first of all, about yourself, maybe? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, myself, I actually come from a background mostly in web development. Um, but some years ago, I kind of figured out that what I really wanted to do was to make games. So. Uh, Mm, took like, a bit of a turn there in my career and um, started working on a bit of a hobby project, uh, which was our first game that was called Winds of Trade. Um, and yeah, then I, there was no turning back after I started working on games, which is really what I have always wanted to do. Um, and yeah, now we are working on uh, this new game, Power to the People, um, which is uh, quite an exciting project. Uh, it's our third game. I see. Um... Here at the podcast, we have um, some really, really fond memories of games like SimCity, SimCity 2000, and and so on. And I am myself a big fan of uh, City Skylines, which are city management games. But here, it's really some kind of really something more specific than that. You don't build. Uh, I don't think you build houses or stadiums or whatever. You really build power management systems and, of course, power plants and so on. Uh, Why did you specifically chose to uh, go that route? Oh, yeah, that's a very good question. And yes, I, I, first of all, you're absolutely right. Um, the main focus of the game is uh, put on the power grid aspects of it. Um, I think it's, yeah, I think the fact that I have always liked city builder games um, has had an impact on this. Um, and I think I was always kind of fascinated by... Um, Yeah, by building the whole power infrastructure in games, yeah, as you said, like SimCity and City Skylines and whatnot. Um, I have always had like a bit of a fascination with engineering and electrical engineering, so it kind of came naturally to me to make a game like this. Um, but I don't think I can pinpoint like one single source of inspiration or anything like that. I think it's something that kind of happen naturally through the intersection of several of my interests. <laughs> I see. And how hard was it to adapt these systems? Because these are very complicated systems, which usually require entire teams uh, to, to manage. Uh, I, I don't think I would like to live in a place where one person is responsible to manage the entire electrical grid. Uh, how hard was it to, to adapt these systems to be able to give the player the, uh, all the options necessary to manage it by himself? Um, yeah, uh, I think that power grids are probably one like one of the most complicated systems. Uh, there are people who call uh, power grids the biggest machine in the world, in a way, um, mm -hmm. because they are completely interconnected systems that have a, a, an enormous complexity. Um, but yeah, our goal was always to try to provide an experience that hits a good balance between realism and also being playable by people from very different backgrounds. Um, 
So that took some trial and error, um, but I think that the main strategy there is to start with something extremely simplified and then start building more and more complexity until it kind of feels right. So there's a lot of trial and error in that process. Um, and yeah, lately we have been experiencing that um, people, for example, join our Discord or on the Steam forums and we are getting interest from people who are maybe electrical engineers by by trade. And yeah, they have been asking us this question saying, oh, are you going to add this thing or that thing? Are you going to add <laughs> uh, power factor corrections uh, and stuff like that that's extremely technical? Um, and yeah, we're trying to keep the balance right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a very slippery slope. It's very easy to keep adding complexity. Um, because it's also very attractive, right? It's also very interesting, and then you might get lost in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think at the moment we are in in the in a good path to find a good balance between complexity and uh, realism and the game being playable. Mm-hmm. I see. And these people, these engineers and specialists and so on, uh, besides wanting you to add more and more stuff, did they? tell you okay now it's a it's in a good place the game is fun but still it's realistic or was there any feedback from them um yeah because we released a demo as part of the steam next fest um which was roughly a month ago i think mm-hmm. um and generally we got very positive feedback in terms of the place where the game is at right now um because it's quite challenging, but it's not um, so challenging and so complicated that it ends up being unplayable. Mm-hmm. Um, so we generally got very positive feedback, uh, but of course people who are maybe very passionate about the subject or that they know a lot about uh, electrical infrastructure and whatnot, they are always kind of wanting something that's a bit more complex. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, of course, you cannot uh, please everyone, but yeah, we are trying our best to create a game that's fun to play above all things. And uh, how's the development so far? Has COVID had any impact on the, the, that process? Uh, sorry, the audio was breaking up a bit. Oh yeah, sorry. I was asking. Uh, of course, uh, we have to talk about about COVID. Uh, <laughs> did it affect uh, the, the creation process? Um, no, I don't think it has had an impact because, um, first of all, um, we are a team that's working, that's always been working uh, fully remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for example, we have uh, two or 3D artists, one is in the UK and one is in Argentina, the composer is in Norway, the sound designer is in Brazil. Uh, so we are a very international team and we're kind of spread out. Um, so that hasn't had an impact on development, luckily. And uh, since they're, they're pretty much spread out, what, is there more difficulty to get everyone to talk to each other with uh, the, ti- the, the, the timing zone differences? Um, no, so far that hasn't been a challenge, luckily. Um, mainly because, well, I'm, I'm the lead in this project and uh, also like the founder of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I'm kind of the hub that's connecting all these people together and ensuring that things run smoothly, um, which is, of course, very easy when you're just managing like maybe a small team, like this is the case, like five, six people. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if it's going to scale well if where we are getting more complex projects, but um, so far I think it has been working very smoothly. Uh, that's uh, that's that's always a good sign. Um, <laughs> the game is well. I'm looking at the Steam page right now, and it says it should be coming out this year. Uh, is it all still on that path, or do you plan to maybe push it back if necessary? That is indeed a great question. Um, Originally, we had the aim to release later this year. Uh, we are aiming for maybe October or November. Um, at the moment, we are considering the possibility. We still haven't made a final decision. Uh, we are considering the possibility to maybe push it to early 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because there's more content and more features we are eager to add. Um, and yeah, we want to release the best game we can. So if that that takes having the game a couple more months in the oven, then I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah, it's always better, possibly always better to have a finished product or at least something that's really playable instead of rushing to to, to, to put it out there and uh, to be disappointed with, well, to disappoint the fans probably. Um, do you have any idea about the price, uh, perhaps? Um, no, that's still not decided. Um, sadly, I, I cannot confirm that uh, yet. <laughs> That's quite okay. But, but, but it's probably going to be priced very similarly as um, our previous game, as Thomas Chef. Mm-hmm. I see. And uh, maybe one last question before we, we go. Um, is there a plan? I'm guessing this is a single-player game. Of course, it's, it's, it's a management game. Uh, do you plan to maybe have a way to compare, for example, the performance to have maybe to have the same scenario to offer it to many players and to have them compare their performances to to have them to, to give them a way to see the if someone is don't want to say better necessarily, but if someone is uh, is able to come up on top maybe of the of the, a group of players. Um, yeah, actually, the game will release with um, an online leaderboards feature um, mm-hmm. that's going to allow players to compare themselves. Okay, from all the people who have played this level in this difficulty, uh, where am I ranking in terms of how much um, energy has been sold, how much money has been invested in the power grid, and how many days I lasted before everything exploded? and so on and so forth. So yeah, you will be able to compare yourself to other players, even though it's a, a single player game, um, you still have this kind of multiplayer component that's going to keep it interesting as well. Um, we are also in the process now of also adding um, like weekly challenges. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will have every week, you will have a new challenge. Okay, let's say you will need to play in uh, Stuttgart, but you can only use uh, wind turbines for your power grid and there will be disasters happening all the time, I don't know. And then you can compare your score with everyone else who has played the same challenge as well. So those will be some ways uh, to bring a bit more sense of community to the game as well. I see. Well, uh, we're looking forward to it. So coming out, as you said, maybe towards the end of the year or worst case scenario, uh, beginning of 2022. Uh, thank you very much, Mr. Casares from Hermes Interactive, of course. And we're, so we're looking forward to Power to the People. All right. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, this has been lovely. And yeah, hopefully early next year in the worst case scenario, um, you will be able to give it a go. Well, thank you.